Welcome to today's session. The subject is what is spirituality and its relationship with the modern world, modern scientific world. What is spirituality is very difficult to answer. Everybody will have different spirituality definition of it. Um, that's a very definitely. A lot of people will have a lot of different ideas, and, um, and no one can say, I mean, at least I'm concerned, a lot of them are wrong, and no one can say all of them are right either. It's very difficult. So, you know, even the spiritual path, I think it differs, even great traditions such as to their Christian tradition, Hindu-Buddhist tradition. I think it differs. And as well as a lot of other sort of religions or spiritual path Native Americans have, its own, the Muslims have its own, and all of them. And then no one can really say they're wrong. So, but what I can do here is I can talk to you what the Buddha, I mean, because my background is Buddhism. So what does Buddha mean by his spiritual path? So that at least I can make an attempt to make a, to talk about when Buddha says spiritual path. Or for Buddha, the language is a spiritual, religion, way to be free yourself from the negative uh, emotions and the sufferings. All are, I think, the same. Um, so that's why I can talk about from the Buddha's point of view, make attempt to talk about the Buddha's point of view, rather than, than say, you know what it is. Even Buddha's point of view, the spiritual path, among them it even differs tremendously. It differs for its goal, it differs for its method, it differs for its own, well I shouldn't say way of conducting their life, but it differs even within Buddha's teaching itself. If you look at the, the Hinayana part, the Hinayana part is, uh, maybe it is it's my background of Mahayana influence. And I know people don't want to even say Hinayana, but uh, that, is, that is the new story, people do talk about it. But uh, traditionally it's known as Hinayana. And uh, Hinayana and uh, Mahayana, two points, even Buddhism, uh, even Buddhism. And the Hinayana is a, is a smaller vehicle, Yana is a vehicle, vehicle that delivers the individual to the perfection. So the Hina refers to, the Hina is a small, in Sanskrit. Maha is uh, big. 
So two yanas, two yanas, and both are a vehicle that delivers the individual to a perfection state, perfect state. That is, uh, yana is all about it. And I think Buddha refers to spiritual path is that, through one leads the individual to the perfection. And thereby, thereby when Buddha says spiritual path or spirituality is only referring to individual uh, leading to perfection. So perfection becomes the goal of a, a goal or the fruit level of the spiritual projects. And the spiritual projects becoming the individual leading or achieving the goal, whatever the, the goal is. And uh, then only left behind that is how. So for Buddha, when he talks about the spiritual part, I think he's looking very specifically three important things. Basis on which the individual function. And um, method or the way how the individual should do and what the individual hope to achieve out of it. So normally in the Buddhism, is known as base, path, and the result. Base here is the fundamental importance of the functioning of the individual. So it's almost boiled down to who and how and what. So all, who, how, and what for. <laughs> so, so it's really uh, laid down to this. When you're talking about the who, and that who, they're talking about individual person. Individual person who are capable of achieving the result, achieving the perfection. So each and every one of us here, beyond us, anyway, there are a lot, but Almost everyone has the capability of achieving being the total, what do we call it? Enlightenment or total perfection. So that capability might be in the level of the seed right now, seed within the individual. It's a not perfect position, not a, a ripening great position, but a seat level, seat level. Every one of us have it. It is known as Tathangata Garva in Sanskrit, or in other words, Buddha nature. That's from the Buddhist terminology point of view. Because I'm talking from the Buddhist point of view. 
Buddhist terminology point of view, Buddha nature. And if we don't have the Buddha nature within the us, then no matter whatever we do, we're not going to achieve anything. But we all, as a human being, as a living being, all have Buddha nature, according to the Buddha. That is the capability of if we put efforts and we work, we can achieve Buddhahood for us. We can become Buddha. And uh, what happens is the seed, what we have within us, the seed leads, gets, meets with the right conditions and uh, right everything. So it started growing and then fully develops. And that's why Buddha nature is within us. So from the Buddhist point of view, spiritual practice, what the Buddha said, spiritual practice is really referring to one who's working with his or her own Buddha nature, which is tied to grow and achieve a result of a perfection. Then the perfection also differs between the uh, Hinayana and the Mahayana point of view. Even Buddha's own teaching, Buddha's own words, Buddha's own sort of spoken lifetime to his own students, uh, what he really said is too different. The Hinayana level the perfection is only one individual is simply just, just simply get freedom from suffering. Free from suffering. That's it. Free from suffering. Which is known as nirvana in Sanskrit. Nirvana. That is the goal of Hinayana path. And uh, the Mahayana path is the, the Mahayana Nirvana. They don't even call it Nirvana. Mahayana path is, the goal is to achieve Buddhahood, to become a Buddha. So the result, what they aim is differs. You understand? You get it? Two different ones. Who am I? <clears throat> Make no difference. We are all wonderful human beings. Buddha nature within us, which gives us naturally kindness, compassion, caring. Not only when we see somebody suffering, but overall in our life, no matter whatever condition we may be, whether we are sleeping or drunk or too high, too low, 
whatever it may be, it doesn't seem it's there. But that kindness, caring, compassion is functioning within us all the time. Whether you are asleep or drunk or high law, whatever it may be, is there. That is more important than simply when you see someone suffering, feeling, feeling. That is a must and it should be there. But it's more important to have a constant, continual, caring, loving, and that continuously going within the individual is much more important and needed. And that also has stronger, weaker, effective, or not so effective, and all of them differs with the person to person. Person to person. So, so that is probably the base and the, and the result I have mentioned. Now the question comes, how? Which traditionally called path. So it's very interesting, very interesting. In traditionally in India, the between these uh, spiritual groups, uh, which, uh, which later people developed, started calling yeah, philosophical ideas, tenets. That is because the philosophy becomes so strong. And that's why, that's why the philosophical names been used to identify. Other than that, before that, it is simply a group, group of individuals, I mean societies, and the way they, they even refers as schools or, or all this. Uh, but a group of people who are following the spiritual path different ways because of their own uh, teachers, their own uh, experience of their teachers, and uh, their own way of doing it. So, so it becomes uh, different. Later it refers as a tenets. So that is because philosophy becomes uh, important at the, when the time goes by. So they're becoming sort of a philosophical influences. Uh, before that, it is a simply spiritual path. So in the early, I'm talking about 2000, 2500, 600 years ago, go earlier, then there are different spiritual groups and they have a different spiritual teachers they have a different spiritual viewpoints or spiritual way of leading the individual 
to a betterment. And all are fine. No one is, uh, you can't say, they are all, no one is wrong. They may be within that, they may have a different way of talking about it, but they are all great spiritual tradition, great spiritual way. There are many. And most of them, most of them, except one, I'm talking about it, talking about Buddhists and non-Buddhists, all of them, uh, traditionally, in Indian schools, spiritual schools, except one, no one has uh, the perfect goal of a spiritual practice to make your living better. Living better. That is only one school. All others are looking beyond this life, looking beyond, uh, looking beyond. None of them, their goal is to make my life a little easier, or a little more, oh, I don't know whether that have money at that time or not, a little more food, a little more cloth, and it's all valuability. I think the only one school it does. Only one school it does. So every other spiritual schools that are known in India at that time, although a little over different, about a hundred different, they all look down badly on this particular school. And so they even go to the extent, if you don't look anything beyond this life, then why do you have to have any morality at all? Why should you have a more, more moral content? You should don't need any morality at all. Too, too much, so much so that, so then you may love your daughter. Why don't you marry your daughter? And to go to that point. So, sort of looking down sarcastically, they're debating, arguing. So, so pointing out you have no moral basis, no moral foundation. That's what traditionally they did. So, today we're looking at our spiritual path. Most of our spiritual things are to make me feel better, to make me live better, my life easier, and all this. And um, the most wonderful thing what we have is the compassion. Not only a compassion, a compassion for all, concerned for all, compassion, and that is where great. Other than that, most of our part, if you look at it, even those of us who claim to be not only a Buddhist, but Mahayana Buddhist, not only a Mahayana Buddhist, that of a Bajrayana Buddhist. So like, you know, the, like the crown jewel of a, a Buddhist, and that's what we think. Uh, we think, you know, we're very proud. At least me, 
thinking. I don't know what you think, you know. But uh, so, so that that's even then that everything. If you look carefully, it's all for me to feel better. I mean, most of us, even we meditate. We say, "Oh, you meditate, you will feel wonderful. You'll be relaxed. You feel good, right?" So we use that for feeling better. So when you you meditate, you you get healings. You will you will be healed. That is physical healing for this life. Before the death, that's what we're aiming at. And uh, even you know all this. So if you really look carefully. Look carefully. Every effort we put will be looking only how I get better before I die. How I become more, you know, feeling well. Well, maybe not so much wealthy, but 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 maybe His Holiness this time in the in Wisconsin he gave it like a. Seven days teaching on Bodhisattva Chaya Avatara and uh, Kamala Shila's middle uh, meditation combined together. He did for seven days, you know, and just you know from from the beginning to end, and all of them uh, within the seven days and two hours each uh, session and uh, four four hour session per day. And he finished everything. So even then he said, Zambala is very popular, I heard, in the West among. Zambala is a wealth god. So he said, why the Zambala is so popular? Because you know why Zambala does. You know? So he keep on saying little sort of sarcastic remark. So he gave that too. So which is really... In a way, Zambala may not be so popular in the West. If you go to Southeast Asia and Asia, every Buddhist have Zambala. And everybody, you know, everybody you see, you can get them. Rinpoche, do you have a Zambala vase? You know? So, so if I have a Zambala vase, I give a Zambala vase. They'll probably give me thousand or two thousand dollars. They put on table and walk away. So they always, without any hesitation, they do. That's the reason. Some people, some monasteries make a Zambala vase and comes out there. <laughs> Their way of making and their fundraising. So let's put nice way. Sort of fundraising they do. Uh, but the point is, because using the spiritual path for betterment of bringing wealth within the individual, which really doesn't tell you well with the goal of the spiritual path. Neither the Mahayana, nor the Hinayana. So it doesn't really tell as well. So, uh, so the, so the Buddha's spiritual path, the, the going beyond the Hinayana, uh, going into the Mahayana level, uh, it is to achieve Buddha level. Why? Because no, Buddha is not talking about Buddha himself. But the status, the stage, what, what we call it, 
Buddhahood or Buddha level is refers as free of all faults. There's no faults left. There is a total quality, total knowledge, total quality, no faults. So that is the ultimate the people can achieve in the spiritual path according to the Buddha. Buddha himself said earlier you and me equal in our level our spiritual level mental level physical level every level we are equal totally equal then i the buddha happens to have made the perfect path perfect path which lead him to total enlightenment and achieved and today i the buddha become a buddha you left in samsara so he said that is not the fault of anything else except lack of opportunity and in joyful enthusiasm by the individual so these two have been problem for those of us who are left who has not become the buddha so buddha says if you get the opportunity and joyful enthusiasm if you could engage then you will be just like me who achieve buddhahood because there is no reason why you cannot achieve not because you know because you know there's no difference between the male and the female there's a female buddha there is a male buddha the females can achieve buddha male can achieve buddha our body our life is perfect as a matter of fact our timing within this life is very perfect cannot be better even someone physically by hand if you have to make it you cannot make it better than this the best of artists in the world you summon and make it so you cannot make it better than this so we do have perfect timing opportunity capability or are we have it right this moment that is that is according to the buddha according to the buddha's disciples that millions of them who have achieved one after the another they made this statement because of our life our human life out of which 
the most important is capability of communicating, capability of understanding, capability of thinking. Our mental capacity is unlimited. Unlimited. It is like a sky. There is no limit. That is our capability within us. Our biggest, best treasure we have is our mind. Well, according to the West, it's up here. According to the traditional Tibetan, it's supposed to be in the heart. But you know, we can say here, you know, this is the best treasure we carry. We carry. So you better take care of it. Especially those who are bald-headed. <laughs> Honestly. So the best treasure is over here. Not in your bank. Not in anywhere. You know, even the banks, you, do, you know there's some bank in California? Didn't give you money back. <laughs> getting close, right? So, never heard about that in the United States, but very often I saw that in India. I saw very often that any part of third world nations, they all, they very often it happens. So, uh, ultimately, you know, I mean, the big lawsuit and the never-ending lawsuit, maybe 30, 40, 50 years, and no one gets anything at the end. So that's 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 what happens anywhere. So I saw that saw that in third world nations, and never seen that for a long time. And this time it happened in California. Uh, you know, America has one more thing. You know, the federal guarantee for what is it below hundred thousand or something, right? So, but federal guarantee is a federal guarantee and that also can collapse one day. You know? they're, they're nothing reliable, nothing solid, honestly speaking. Nothing, nothing, nothing is a solid. Honestly. So it can collapse, it can do anything, it can change. So <laughs> Because our deficits going more and more and more. <laughs> what will what do you guarantee? Deficit or what? You know. So that that's what's going to happen. So anyway, so so you know what the treasure what we have is not that treasure, but a treasure over here. The capability. Capability of able to understand, communicate. And that makes us superior life, honestly, than any other life that we see or we knew or the enlightenment, enlightened people talk about it. Enlightened people talk about it, all kinds of lives, you know, lives. Lives that we see, we don't see. Many of them came out to be true. Even now, scientifically speaking, sort of Buddha gives you, like, a, you know, according to the tradition, some of them said ten rooms, some of them said six rooms. They divide the, the samsaric gods level, that's the small g gods, 
a demigod level, human beings, and the hungry ghost, animal realm, and the hell realm. So animal realm, if you look at, the Buddha says, you know, I mean, this is 2,600 years ago. Buddha says more than half of them, more than half, almost three quarters of them are in the water. And then the Buddha talks about the layers of water, the temperature, darkness, all of those 2,600 years ago. Today, we take the, the equipment and go down, the temperature changes, the darkness, lightness changes, and you see all different creatures down there, many more than what we see over the, on the ground over here, you know. So they're all come out to be truth. Maybe they are really enlightened. <laughs> maybe they have knowledge. Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they know. Maybe they knew. Honestly, they talk about it. And then they talk about the hell room too. In Buddhism, they talk about the hell room too. So, you know, I used to make a joke. A lot of, there are a lot of formal, uh, Catholic people who are interested to Buddhism because they think there's no hell in there. But uh, unfortunately, when you reach in Buddhism, they're eating hells. <laughs> Not only one, just like you know, golf, you have eating hole more. <laughs> so, so they're, they're eating, eating, <laughs> eating hells in, in the, in the Buddhism too. Both cold and hot. And all of those. And so, so the idea of the spiritual part is avoiding this, what they would call it, the lower level birth and taking higher level birth. Because you are not going to be happier, because you are not going to be enjoying, but because lower level birth has these limitations. This the mind limited. Because the mind-body relationship makes the physical condition limit the mind. We can see, I mean, no matter how intelligent your own pet, dog, or cat may be, but then you cannot compare that intelligence with yours. If that's so, he or she will not be your pet. She, he or she be, you know, won't be. Or could even be boss, you know, so, 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 even although it's already boss right now anyway, but even then it's more boss than that. So, so, the, so that's the limit comes over here. So the mental capacity is the limit. Mental capacity is the limit, so you can don't, you understand less, you communicate less, and that's why, that's why they are called law birth. Not because we can wear a suit and they can't wear a suit. No, that's not the point. Or suit or skirt. <laughs> so, 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 you know, the whole idea of the spiritual part is, to lead the best. The Buddha always says, why do we, we have all the capacity? We have the seed 
the Buddha nature within the earth. We do have opportunity. Why we settle more than the best? No reason why. Even you don't achieve the ultimate result. But when you go towards that, you achieve far more better than the better than the less goal you set. So therefore, for spiritual goal is to achieve the ultimate total knowledge, total free of faults, and a total quality. That is the goal. In order to achieve that goal, direct cause to get that result is the body mind, we call it. But altruistic, the ultimate, unconditioned, unlimited love and compassion, which is the, the body mind, we call it body mind. Mind of Buddha. Mind seeking a Buddha level. Who is seeking me? For what? For what? For help. Serve all living beings. You know what I'm talking about? It. When you look on the C-span, a gentleman rises or lady, gentle lady rises. And then the speaker will say, why the gentle lady rising for? And then he said, Mr. Speaker, I would like to say this and that. Similarly here, for what you are seeking for the ultimate level? Because I want to serve and help all living beings. That is the ultimate compassion you bring that ultimate compassion is, has to be within us if you are looking for that. Whether you are in sleep or drunk or whatever, day and the night within us. If, that, is, that is okay. We can do it. That is really possible. There is no problem for that. For that. And the problem is the way and how it brings is motivation. Even you are not aware of it, you are asleep, you fall asleep, and somebody pull your hand, drop your legs, and push, fight, and threatening, whatever. You may not wake up at all, you may have no understanding at all. However, that compassion, love you are carrying will be continuing even though it's not a direct, right? And that is the same thing within us. When you love someone, that love sometimes may not be direct because you may be busy with something else. But that doesn't mean that love is not there. It is always there, right? So similarly, that compassion, that love remains with the individual, whether you're asleep, drunk, or depressed, or high, or whatever, it remains. When it remains there, that's because of the motivation, 
and because of your enthusiastic projects it becomes it's like it become body and body shadow no matter whatever you do the shadow cannot be removed and the shadow will remain with you just like that it becomes when that becomes everything whatever you do except negative in nature like hurting people directly other than that everything whatever you do whatever you do and that becomes perfect way to lead yourself to total enlightenment even you're not doing anything you may be just simply drinking a wine and watching a television even then that becomes that that's why shanti deva said tane sunde ni logam bhame kurtyangs whether you're sleeping or you don't you know you completely uh, you know no concern relax whatever you're doing it will continuously pain doing it so the love compassion the ultimate love and the compassion if one has within one individual that buddha himself said so many times repeatedly followers of the buddha repeatedly said so jante so divarante ja so that itself is purification that itself is is accumulation of merit positive karma so that sort of treasure that sort of wonderfulness we have it right in front of our own nose right here and that is buddha's gift that is followers of the buddha is a gift for us and that is our spiritual path and i don't have a time to talk to you much more about the scientific relationship with that so you can figure out that anyway <laughs> you know better than i do so so that is about it uh, the spiritual path and um, Uh, and what does that do in the modern world today i don't have to tell you what does love compassion does in the world today without love and compassion and caring what happens our world today the narrow selfish interest is the basis of extremism they are looking for seven what is seven divergences waiting for them right so the narrow selfishness brings those compassion caring brings joy and happiness not only to ourselves to all beings so here is the basis for which you can think and understand So that's where we are and uh thank you